If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. So the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my well, campaign. There's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on you. things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify that. It's been that. totally verified. No. It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. No. And then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie, and you know that, but you just don't want to no. put it on the air. No, as a matter of fact, I don't know that. the show ladies and gentlemen my name is wayne dupree and we are going at it right now welcome to the show if this is your first time watching the show make sure that you are sharing the show that helps whether you're on youtube or facebook or getter or um uh, frank speech or wherever you are we want you to share the show that helps us get our message out and then stick a finger in the eye of those that don't want us to uh, get our message out. So, let me introduce my co-partners, my my co-host, my my buddies to the end. I'm talking about the Godfather of conservative radio. I mean, Hutch Bailey Jr. Oh, all right. Well, thank you, Wayne and Jason. Hello, everybody. It just reminded me of a a saying that they have out here on the street. Uh, street? Did you say street? Uh, yeah. Or screets. I mean, it could be a couple. But uh, everybody wants to be a gangster until a real gangster walks into the room. <laughs> and I just wanted to say, I just play a gangster on a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I ain't to... If you ever met any of these dudes, you know what I'm talking about. I got you. And let me also introduce the baby of the bunch. I keep calling him a baby because he's the last one here. But um, he, he is... Uh, He's bringing up the rear. Uh, he's scooping up whatever we, whatever crap we lay down. I'm talking about Mr. Jason Robinson from Muslim Soda. What's up? What's up, Jason? folks? Happy Hump Day! Welcome to the madness. Lots going on today. Like Wayne said, make sure like, comment, share the show helps us get reach. And 
Why do you tune into shows like this? Because when Leslie Stahl asked those bullshit questions, we were <laughs> on here saying there is proof. And <laughs> there is like y- you you promulgate all these Democrat narratives that have no backing, but a conservative narrative that is true, you ignore. It's ridiculous. It is. It so is. And um, actually, Leslie was the one, if you remember, stood in for Hillary Clinton right after um, President Trump won in 2016. Um, Leslie Stahl was the one who said, you really aren't going to go after Hillary Clinton, are you? And she did it in December. That was a month. Now, the first when letdown we, of the Trump administration. <laughs> when we watched that, we got on the show. The next, I know he did not just say he is not going to go after <laughs> After all that locker up, lock, I know he did not. And but Leslie had to put that in there because she's also working with the uh, with the the fourth the fourth um, fourth branch of government. Yeah, the fourth branch of government. She. She's working with them to her her um her uh, her leaders or the people that are in charge said, please ask him that question. Please make sure that um, he is not going to go after Hillary Clinton. And you know, I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And I don't know, Jason, maybe maybe you saw that too, but correct me if I'm wrong. His wife was sitting beside him. I don't think it was Pence. I think Melania was sitting beside him when he when she asked him that question. Man, I can't remember I last can't remember. The reason why I say that is because well, I don't <laughs> um the reason why I say it is because you know when you when you want to get your point across sometimes and whatnot, if you're with your spouse, sometimes the questions are a little bit harder to you. But you really don't want to come out and say something crazy in front of your wife type of stuff. Remember that interview with Bill and Hillary Clinton after he got popped for Monica Lewinsky? (laughs) That was was brutal, boy. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. But And um, knowing all you know about Hillary and dead people and Epstein, going back to watch any of those interviews are pretty classic. I'll tell you what. We interviewed a lady a long time ago, and she was so good about Hillary Clinton that we had to bring her back the next day and interview her again. Yeah, yeah we sure did. I can't remember that lady's name. She was elegant, though. I mean, I met her at the RNC, RNC convention. but She was uh, pretty. Her story was that Hillary Clinton stank. Stunk, stunk. And, and every time I see Hillary Clinton, I can <laughs> smell her. Yeah, smell her right, right, right in front. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't remember her too, but when we saw her, when we saw her at the GOP convention, I was like, God darn, you prettier in person than you are. <laughs> she, took, she took a selfie with me. It took 15 takes for her to get it right. So oh, it was geez. good enough for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, she was like 65, 70 years. She's an older woman, but did look good. She was older, but her eyes, it was her eyes, I think. She had like blue, she had the bluest eyes that you, yeah. yeah. Uh, we tried to get her, I tried to get her to bust that Webster Hubble bubble when she wasn't having it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she yeah, said, yeah. no, he looks like her grandfather or something like that. I was like, oh, you ain't going <laughs> to tell. 
not going to tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. So, what do we have now? We have the impeachment of Senator My- Mayorkas. Um, I fell asleep, and when I woke up about one or two o'clock, I'm trying to get some sort of stuff, found out that they had impeached. How do you say his name? Majorcus. Majorcus. First name. First name. Alejandro. You know what? Speaking of him real quick before I forget, I saw something this morning that Majorcus personally refused RFK Jr. Secret Service. I saw that too. And when you look at that, this is what I've been saying all along. This is what Bigoted Hutch has been saying all along. That, <laughs> that, that dude's allegiance is with Cuba, not the United States. That's why he shut RFK down, because of what his family did during the Fidel Castro and the Bay of Pigs. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. I hate that, man. Like the, like the lady on here that was going for Ukraine funding. She doesn't care about Indiana. She cares about Vlikov or something over there. Vlikov. <laughs> When it is unsustainable to have people in positions of power whose whose allegiance, even citizens whose allegiance is not to the United States. You're damn that right. True. That is true. That We've got to start waking up. Look what happened to San Francisco or the California because of it. Right. You took take a list of the people that are making the rules in California. You tell me they're from San Francisco and L.A. I, I don't think so. Right. Well, and these folks. Are they going to be loyal to their family who's here illegally? Or are they going to be legal? Or are they going to be loyal to America? Yeah, and you know, I, let, let, let me just real quick. All the Democrats that are watching the show right now, and I know we have you out there, and we love you. All right, we do, we do. But check this out, you guys. Every single Democrat member of the House of Representatives in Chicago, New York City, Boston, Denver, L.A. all voted to approve your illegal invasions in your cities. Don't ever forget that. Yep. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that and I was stunned. I was looking at them. I'm going because you could see every now and then one of them was either drunk or had a moment of clarity and voted for the impeachment on the Democrat side. And then within 30 seconds, that one went away. Yep. Mm-hmm. It happened mm-hmm. like four times. Yeah, don't get out of line in the Democrat Party, man, or they're coming for you. You know, the other thing I noticed, I mentioned something before I figured it out. If you notice those votes, we left three sitting on the table or four sitting on the table. And I'm thinking, why don't they find those guys? And then I thought about it. You know what? That's Santos, McCarthy, yep. and the other dude that left in Ohio. We don't have those votes. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Well, yeah, and and, and by the way, um, um, before we get to um, the video, we, um, uh, Mayorkas's uh, replacement, well, um, the Democrat won that election, as y'all were talking about. Santos replacement. Do you know how you won? Mail-in ballots? No. I don't know. I mean, well, they ran a Democrat on the Republican side. Yeah, they, another that didn't Trump help. Or- they ran a Democrat as a Republican. Yeah. The Democrat picked up Republican policies. A Democrat that's a veteran of the Israeli Defense Forces. Mm-hmm. Who also said, is not a huge Trump fan. But he said that he will work with, he told his, he, he told the people that he would work with Republicans on immigration. And that's why. Plus, well, you know, you know, people, 
people and which which it's not old to me because I've seen that happen before. Democrats picking up Republican seats by claiming that they're going to work along with Republicans. And then when they get up there, they don't work with Republicans. But it's too late because now, once you're in that door, nine times out of ten, unless they're uh, your boy that got kicked out, um, they, they're in there to be in there unless there's some type of scandal for a low-ranking person, and then they're in there for, you know, um, speaking of scandal, I had to watch that um, Lauren Boebert video. I don't know how that came across. I was looking for some videos on Twitter for the show, and Lauren Boebert's video of her in the dark with that guy sitting in the seat. Oh, man, he was all over her, boy. <laughs> he was all over her. I was like, God, dog, girl, I, um, dude. I mean, he was all over her. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I I mean, I had really looked at it's almost like soft porn type of thing in, in a way. Because I'm like, man, he is feeling that chest like he is in her house. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I didn't know it was that like that. Okay. But 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 to get back to the guy in New York. Ain't a single said, Lauren, just so you know. Yeah, happy, you know, happy birthday to all of those single uh, women out there. If you don't have anybody, I'm sending out happy Valentine's Day to you. Um, I hope that you have a beautiful day. Um, can't send it out to married women because y'all's husbands, I don't want nobody at my door. So um, happy Valentine's Day to y'all. Okay, uh, but like I said, he said he's going to work with Republicans. I'm going to work with no Republicans. No. He's gonna, he, he had his seat before. Yeah, he yeah. did, didn't he? Right, yeah. right. He tried right. to run for governor. Oh, did he? Yeah. Didn't work so well. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. so. You know, just before you go on from there, though, mm -hmm. you know, that GOP there is sorry as hell. You know people from it. We know people from it that we used to be on podcasts with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, these yeah. people, they they kicked him right out. He was too conservative for him. He had a 100% conservative voting record. Who? Santos. He had to. I mean, across the board. Yeah. I just to. love the fact that he still hasn't been convicted of anything. Yeah. yeah. But no, nothing's. Nothing's happened to George Santos. Meanwhile, Gold Bar, Gold Bar Bob is still sitting there. Well, he's he's um, nothing has happened to him. Well, he said he was guilty of some things too. So there you go, like that. I mean, you can't you can't just throw that away either. So, but in the way of um, Alejandro, I can't say it. I can't say it like my man, but <laughs> I can't say it like the Cuban, the Cubano, yeah, the Cubano, Alejandro, Alejandro, He, uh, I don't. But before we go to the video, do you think? Well, we know that nothing's going to come out of the Senate, but I've been reading that they really aren't going to do anything with the articles. I think they have to, don't they? And that's something I read last night, that they have to go through the procedure, mm -hmm. and then they're just going to end it. 
it's a trial. I mean, they can come back with how they can come back with a, a verdict right away if they want, I guess. I yeah. Don't know. Well, actually, we've but been who's who pre- see during the presidential impeachment, the chief justice presides over the Senate. But who does during the cabinet members? It hasn't been done. Is it, since is it one of the is it one of the other justices or it hasn't been done for 250 years? Yeah, so. yeah. 150 years. Yeah, and, and we've been talking about, yeah, 150, but we've been talking about on the show how they're rewriting all these norms legally. And this will be another one because there's talk. It started in the Trump impeachment where there was talk that the Senate could choose not to take up the articles of impeachment and they didn't push it and they ran through. We all saw the hearings, but Schumer has floated the idea that we don't even need to take up this impeachment. That's what I read too. And, I read too. But then I read last night when I was this morning that he said that they were going to, that he said that they were going to take it up on February 25th when they came back. I guess they're out again, but he said that they were going to take it, <laughs> but they were going to take it up when they came back and they were going to put some people in their positions of, the impeachment thing or whatnot. So they work weekends and stay up till three in the morning. Isn't that crazy? Ninety-five billion for other countries, but doing something like impeaching the Department of Homeland Security over or whatever his title is over the border, we can't be bothered for two weeks. I figured something out too, man. We, we were talking about John Cornyn the other day. Boy, mm-hmm. did he get massacred, man, over his yeah. treatment of uh, attorney or the district attorney or attorney general, whatever. It Watch is. that too. Yeah, yeah. He, but uh. Damn, now I, it's some House of Cards stuff, man. That's why Barroso didn't vote no. And you know what? I start watching House of Cards last night again. Barroso's going for the knockout, man. <laughs> Barroso's going for the look out, Mitch. Yeah. yeah John Thune and Corn both voted for that garbage. Um, Jason, have you seen House of Cards? I've seen a few of them, not all of them. You guys talk about it so much, I feel like I need to watch it. If you're following Washington, you do need to watch it. Right. It's more real than anything. It's like Ozark, man. It's real. Yeah. I mean, and even starting it last night again from the beginning, at the beginning, in the first couple of minutes, I realized that was the premise for the rest of the whole entire series of what happened in the first couple of minutes with that dog hutch. I'm talking about the dog at the beginning. I don't remember when, when when you met Frank, and Frank came outside. The dog had been hit, and he told his Secret Service person to to go get the people that own the dog. And then he was over the dog, and then he started talking to the camera. Then you realize, and he took the dog out by that time. But he's like, some people don't have the will to do certain stuff. He did that with remember the guy. The old guy that did it with the bird. The guy that was like that antagonist that was working behind the scenes against Frank. And the black guy was helping him. Which I can't remember his. Yeah, yeah. He had a, like cages of birds in his house. He was a billionaire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 And and this one one kept on squawking while he was trying to think. And he just went over there and snatched him by his neck. and. I gotta well, watch yeah. it again now. I gotta watch it again. I, I mean, I had to. I had to last night. 
That was a deep show, man. That's a deep music. It's the music that kept coming back. I'm like, oh, there's the music again. I was like, and when and when Frank's sitting there talking to somebody, talking, then he goes, ladies and gentlemen, yep, this is how it really is. Yep, yep, it's like exactly. Exactly. I mean, you again, you learn so much about government from that too, because he talks to you like you're like like you're right beside him. He talks to you throughout the whole thing. Like. Didn't he throw that secretary of state down the stairs? Yeah, he did. <laughs> at, first, at, at first, I was like, you know what happens when you're watching a TV show and people think about doing something and then it happens, and then all of a sudden it goes back and the person <coughs> is, is standing at the stop is standing at the top of the stairs with that person. Yeah, when it didn't go back to that, and the, and the woman was still slaying down. I was like, "Oh, he did that for real!" Oh my god, <laughs> he had that little place where he, he used to meet people out in the stairs and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and it's like yeah. that's where that's where everything happened. Yeah, I gotta watch that again. Like the Russian man. I mean, oh man, what? Whatever, whatever. Okay, so Mallorcas. Uh, we've been watching hearings with Mallorcas, or we've been watching. Um, uh, what is it? Um, snippets with people calling out Mayorkas from the house, and this is uh, this is Johnson. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. This is Johnson uh, before he was speaker. Is we disclose the tactics that adverse nation states are utilizing to weaponize no, sir. information? No, sir. No, sir. The court found specifically it's a finding of fact that is not disputed by the government defendants, the Biden administration, your agency, the FBI, or DHS, not in the litigation. They determined you made, you and all of your cohorts made no distinction between domestic speech and foreign speech. So don't stand there and tell me under oath that you only focused on adverse, you know, uh, adversaries around the world, foreign actors. That's not true. Congressman, the, um, the Missouri case, the litigation to which you refer, is the, the subject of continuing litigation. But the facts were not disputed, and I so, so regret that I'm out of time. I hope I get some more yield. <laughs> that's, when I lear- that's when I first learned of um, Mike Johnson. I really never heard of him before, but that's when I first learned of him. And then when they said he was going to come speak, I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of good. Speaking but, yeah, of the House of Cards, you think Mike Johnson's going to hold, or you think Mitch is going to penetrate? I, no, you know what? I'm glad you said that because I was going to talk about that later, but we can talk about that now too. Uh, and Jason, maybe with all the reading that you do, maybe you have some background on this. It looks like what the Dems are going to do is go around them, basically the, on the discharge thing. They're going to go around him and pick up a couple of Republicans because they only need a handful. Yeah, if the number's correct, they need 218 to do a discharge motion, which means it gets sent to the House floor to vote. The plot twist, it looks like today, is that the the woke lefties, the squad, might be the deciding votes because they're, they're speculating they can get a handful of Republicans in the House to switch over to vote for it, which would be enough if you had all the Democrats. But now AOC and Tlaib and a couple of the other guys have come out and said they don't support the $95 billion because it gives money to Israel. Right. So 
So the yeah. old, the thing potentially, like we know there's going to be three, four, five, six, ten Republican Republicans. Um, but but what might stop it is the squad. And just so everybody knows too, like people are saying in the chat, oh, 22 Republicans in the Senate voted for it. The only reason it was only 22 is because that's all that needed. You know, they they had more than they needed. There was another 10 that were going to vote for it, but they couldn't politically like Lindsey Graham. Yeah, do you think Lindsey Graham wouldn't vote for that? Right. Oh, my God. Lindsey Graham didn't need a dollar of military industrial complex money he didn't love. Love Loved him almost as much as Senate staffers. Right, right, right. And um, again, if again, if y'all didn't understand that, basically, it looks like that they are going to try to go around Johnson. As a matter of fact, there was a um, there was a Democrat, and I had a story on WayneDupree.com. There was a Democrat that wants to tempor- temporarily, I don't know how they're going to do it or whether they're even going to try to do it, but he <coughs> brought it up. They want to temporarily remove Johnson as speaker to pass the foreign bill. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, now's the time for Donald J. Trump to come out because of that thing in the bill that ties his hands down the road. It's time to pull that card out against these against these Republicans. You vote for this, and you're voting against the president of the United States. Vote against Trump, against MAGA. Well, yeah, and just to understand, I guess to better clarify politically, Johnson said the bill's not going to the House floor. He gets to decide. Yeah. Yeah. But 308 or 218 people can vote to bypass that. Right. And so with the loss of Santos, McCarthy, the other guy, you know, you only need a handful. Or a few people being absent. And And the same thing can happen if somebody files a motion to vacate the chair. And that's that's what um, this North Carolina Democrat was talking about. His name is Wiley Nickel. And he claimed that there are likely enough House Republicans to support the 22 Senate Republicans who voted for the Israel-Ukraine-Taiwan assistance bill. McCall, all of those scumbags. And he said any one member could bring the motion to vacate on the House floor, which Republicans um, respelled um, McCarthy. And Nichols yep. said four, four Republicans, four Republicans could install a speaker. So that's so that's something that a Democrat is thinking about or talking about. Or the Freedom Caucus could get together and change the rules and make it take more than a majority. Can we just take in for a second how hard the house and senate are working for us to and you can't say take taxpayer money and send it across overseas because there's no taxpayer money these guys are fighting this hard pulling out all these shenanigans to have us take a loan out that we are going to give money to military contractors and foreign countries to fight a war that we're going to lose right like, I mean, think, think of that. Think of the death. Second. Think of the death and destruction these freaking people are causing. Well, and think of how hard they were. They have not worked this hard on anything all year. They can't even get a budget passed. But you talk about sending, you know, a hundred billion dollars to the military industrial complex and overseas. They're in. We'll work till two in the morning. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll bend rules. We'll do whatever we want. It's insane. Um, and also our favorite guy, and I'm going to talk about Clay Higgins. Clay Higgins had um, back and forth along with um, 
Mayorkas, too, which was legendary. Authorized CBP agents to release illegal aliens into America without having properly vetted, identified them, or collected at least basic biometric data like fingerprints. Congressman. I mean, uh, you got millions coming across. Uh, Congressman, uh, our. Gentlemen from. Uh, uh, Ms. Higgins, uh, allow the secretary to It's my time, Mr. Chairman. If I want to reclaim my time, I will. uh, Well. uh, I'm going to move on without an answer. Mr. Chairman, are you asking for me to yield you time? No, I'm the chair. Then I'm going to reclaim my time. Look, we don't. Moving on, Secretary Mayorkas. The gentleman from. Are you interrupting my time, Mr. Chairman? uh, Are you requesting me to yield you time? I'm trying to make sure that we conduct. You're uh, interfering with my five minutes, Mr. Chairman. Well, then the gentleman will. If you get request you. me to yield you time, I'll give you time. No, but that's not the procedure. But that is the procedure. It, it is not. It <laughs> yes, is not. it is. So, of course, look, it is. Look, I, I reclaim second. my time, and I, I want this time back, Secretary Mayorkas. Uh, look, have you used uh, your authority uh, to suppress exculpatory uh, evidence uh, presented uh, by CBP agents? who've come under public attack and condemnation by DHS and the Biden administration. Have you used your authority to suppress exculpatory evidence presented by CBP agents who've come under public attack and condemnation by you and the Biden administration? Two points, if I may, Congressman. Number one, in response to your second question, I don't even know what you're referring to. And oh, with, with respect to your first I'll take that as that you're on the record as saying no. U.S. You have not used your authority to suppress exculpatory evidence. If you're if you're an honorable man and obviously you should be able to say no to that. Who would suppress exculpatory evidence? Is your answer no? I don't even know what you're referring to, Congressman. You will. And and if I may. (laughs) Secretary Mayorkas, have you used your authority to retaliate against DHS agents who served on. So, so what do you guys think? Vice President, uh, <laughs> Attorney, Attorney General. General, Attorney General, or FBI head, or something? Right? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the best trust congressman in Washington, man. He is. I mean, he's he literally up. takes this seriously. Okay, he takes it seriously. Love this dude. I, I mean, I have loved him for years, man. I. Remember doing stories on him like seven, eight years ago. When he was a sheriff. He was down Louis- yeah, but he was like, he's like, your place is in hell if you don't show, if you don't turn yourself in. The bell and the um the bell tolls for thee. Man, I was like, there ain't nobody else to talk like that, dude. That that dude is it. Clay Higgins. He just <laughs> smoked the chairman. Right. Yeah, he did. Then he shut him up. I'll see the chairman anyway. Uh, it must have been before. It must have been the last Congress. Yeah. But, um. I don't know. I, I don't know when the date of that was, but it had to be the last administration for him to be for Benny Johnson to be the chairman. This is a this is a great. Well, this isn't really back and forth, but hey, Thompson. Um. You like this one? This is uh, another one going against um Mayorkas during these investigation hearings. Char two. Been sitting over there in the Senate for over almost a year, y'all. Hell, it's got enough dirt on it, you could plant produce in it. <laughs> but they're not going to take that up. Of course they're not. They're not going to take up anything. They're not going to do those eight suggestions. I got them posted outside my wall. They're not going to do that. That'd interfere with their agenda. But I tell you what, November's coming quick. 
We didn't have, Biden had all three houses when he first came in. If they wanted to really pass the border law, they could have done it then. Yep. What chamber were they missing? Nothing. We can fix that in November. We put the right people in place up there, and by God, we'll let these folks know that came in this country illegal. It's time to go home. Because if you don't want to go home, we're going to pick you up and we're going to send you home. Because, y'all, it's time to take our country back. Mr. Chairman, I yield back with that. That's um, Representative Collins out of Georgia. Mike Collins, I think. Um, you know, I mean, these are these are these are crazy times, y'all. These are crazy times. But um, there's nothing like having these uh, video records uh, to show you what ha what has happened in past hearings. Now, I now I, I said at the beginning that the impeachment and I'm I, I think I speak for everybody up here. Impeachment these days really doesn't mean a goddamn thing it, because it really doesn't. I mean. Um, are no you supposed integrity. to be removed? There's no integrity. I mean, people vote along party lines, and that's it. That's that's no right. way to go. Right. When I started at 216 and 215, and then I saw a Democrat didn't show up last night because she had COVID. So there you go. I don't know what the the, the uh sentence is. I, I don't think I've ever they never they never go all the way through. Exactly, they never go all the way through. I believe what the speculation is, is that if the Senate convicts him, he gets removed from office. But I mean, we know that's not going to happen. Like, don't right. kid yourself, folks. You're going to get exactly zero Democrat votes. You won't even get all the Republicans to vote for it. So yeah. um, I think the purpose and where this could be positive is right now, Democrats are spinning all this narrative that Republicans don't want to solve the border issue. They turn down this border bill. And people that watch shows like ours, we've broke down multiple times how bad this border bill is. But to the casual person who just watches mainstream news, all they hear are the talking heads on MSNBC saying, oh, the Republicans shot down the most comprehensive border bill in the history of border bills. And they don't know that it was a crappy deal. So at least this gives something for Republicans to engage in conversation and say, no, we're trying to impeach him because they're going to have to keep, I mean, they're going to have to do something with it, cover it. You know what I mean? I'll tell you the saddest part about this entire saga is the state of the union, man. Cause there's people out there dumb enough to believe that. Right. Well, that's a real tragic thing. This used to be a very smart country, man. And it's not anymore. Yeah. It, yeah. As I said, we have gotten, I mean, the country has gotten dumber. Much dumber by design. Yes, exactly. And, and, um, you know, I had a video online time ago. Whether it's the government or whether it's the people above the government. And I don't take that lightly. And I'm not just throwing out any conspiracy. I mean that. They have shoved Americans inside. They have shoved Americans inside their homes. People don't, and, and you know, I, I, I fall subject to this sometimes, but they don't have to go out to get groceries. They don't have to go out to get food. They don't have to get, they don't have, they, they don't even have to go out to get stuff from Home Depot or office. They don't have to because it can be delivered there to their homes. 
I'll tell you what, I caught my, I'm retired, right? So I do this show, I do another show at night, and I do little odds in, in between, but I force myself to go out every day, even if it's just to take a ride down to the store and back. Right. I go out every single day, I mean, almost every day. Mm-hmm. And my street's deserted, man. Yeah, I look oh, out nothing like it used to be. I look down the road. I mean, I live in a, a neighborhood, you know, it's not a business district, but Aside from a couple of people walking their dogs, man, I don't see anybody. And it's probably the weather. I hope it's the weather. Isn't that great? No, 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 it's not. It's not. That I mean, and 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 uh, you know what? And I'm glad you said that because when I was growing up, I used to see people walking oh, yeah. all the time. Even the guy, uh, you, even the guy that has been telling us that the rapture is coming back is not even on the street no more. You well, have at least one guy in every city that goes, he's coming back, he's coming back. He's we coming do have back. we we do have one guy, a guy that's dressed like Paul Revere on a bicycle with a Trump flag. Nice. <laughs> I did see him with the tri-corner hat and whatnot. Giddy up. <laughs> well, like Jen and I last week when we went to that dinner show, it's on the south side of the Twin Cities. And it's like a 45-minute drive without traffic. And we went in rush hour. And I'm like, oh, God, it used to take like an hour and a half, two hours. 45 minutes never even had to slow down but what's sad too is the people that are home they're just getting their information from these talk show hosts these aren't even news organizations these aren't reporters they're they're maury povich for god's sakes that's all they do that's true man operation mockingbird yeah they got them right where they want them you know and it was funny i was listening to a podcast and they were talking about the border bill and they had a lefty on there who's like, I can't believe Republicans are opposing this. And the guy's like, simple math is it allows 1.8 million illegals in, plus they have all these things to bypass that to make it more. And the guy's like, 1.8 million? That's like higher than the record before the last couple of years. And they're like, yeah. He's like, that's ridiculous. That's bigger than the U.S. military, man. Right. And, And it was funny. This guy's like, that can't be true. And it's like, do grab your phone, do the math, you know, 5,000 a day times 365 days. And, and, and it, but these guys just, they don't even understand because Chuck Todd's sitting out there going, this is the most comprehensive border <laughs> bill we've ever seen. And, and, and it's like, are you guys idiots? Yeah, the safest elections we've ever had. You right? know, what, and I mean, honestly, if, if the penalty was a DC court in jail, they wouldn't be doing this shit. I'm right? sorry. I'm sorry, and 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 I and and I said it before, and I say it again. Well, actually, y'all said it, and then I added it on. Um, the D.C. court or the federal court should be for federal crimes from the lawmakers. You know what right. I'm saying? I think it should be abolished. Right, right, exactly. You said that, and I said, okay, fine. But those people up there have committed so many crimes against the American people that. They, that the docket will be full for the next five, seven years, 10 years. It will be full because prosecution would be done for all of the, and guess what? Not just, and this might work too, not just go after the ones that are alive, go after the ones that are dead. And the reason why I say go after a, the ones. It should be a military tribunal too. It shouldn't be a court. Exactly. Right, right. Court. It should be a military tribunal to fix this damnation. Well, but, and it's, it should, but it should be in D.C. And the sure. reason why I say go after the ones that are dead is so that the people that's in their family can't get high. I mean, 
well, they would have to at least work something off or whatnot, because that's something that's wrong in our um, in our government too. Is um, what's it called? Family, you know that. Uh, I'm thinking uh, of a word. I can't think of it. <laughs> Jason, Jason, help help me out. Um, when I you, oh man, uh, when your family member after family member after family member after family member. Gets elected. A word. I know exactly what you mean. Right. Word. It's like a monarchy I, or I'm something like having that. A Biden, yeah. Having a Biden moment here. Right. Uh, <laughs> does anybody in the chat know exactly what I'm talking about? It's it's like um, family members control a seat or. Right. Oh, oh, man. Jesus. Okay. Well, nepotism. There it nepotism. is. That's there it. Thank you, Vicky. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Nice one. Vicky for the win. And I'm calling other people dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's funny, too, when you talk about prosecuting uh, members of Congress or these government officials. So I I kept hearing over the weekend that where everybody kept saying Joe Biden, they say, is cognitively impaired. But Donald Trump has 91 felony charges. So I went down this rabbit hole and I was just looking at how many people in the house or Senate or the administration have been charged with felonies just in like the last 10 years. And it's way fewer than Donald Trump has this year. And, and it's funny, people don't see that, that scenario. We can all agree polit politicians are corrupt. They do all kinds of stuff that they should be thrown in jail for. How is it the entire body of Washington DC politicians have less criminal charges in the last decade or two combined than president Trump? And you don't think that's weird. Like, you're saying President Trump is more corrupt than all of these guys combined? You're an idiot if you think that. <laughs> I heard somebody asking Nancy Pelosi about Joe Biden's age and, and being impaired. And she said, he's younger than me. Yeah, we know yeah. that. Right. You, you too. <laughs> Harry, Harry. Come Rick on, Harry, Harry. Hey, Harry, but Harry got his vaccine. Way yeah. to go, Harry. Harry Rectum said, I mean, um, Rector says, Donald Trump is a multi. Okay, all right, all right. Multi convicted, um, huh? Thank you, Harry. Um, Thanks for but in. now, um, with with that impeachment comes Ken Buck. Y'all, you know Ken Buck. Uh, Ken, Ken Buck is basically basically saying, and I, you know how we feel about Ken Buck, okay? Um, but in a way, Ken Buck is almost saying what we've been saying about the impeachment happening right now. Yes, he needs to be impeached, but we know we know that the Kabuki theater is going on and it probably isn't going to happen. Nothing's going to happen while you have a Democrat-led Senate. The only way for something like this to happen is you have to have both bodies and usually in from what we've seen even if you have both bodies it doesn't work again back to the democrat viewers every single representative in your body voted for this invasion don't ever forget that that's the bottom line nothing else matters attention congressman buck you are not supposed to vote on what you think is going to happen in the Senate. There are charges in front of you. You support Mayorkas and the invasion, Mr. Buck. Sorry. 
There you go. And Congressman, last time we spoke, uh, you you voted against. You voted against now. Last time you, you said it would probably end up this way because they would go ahead with the votes once they got everyone in the room. And, and indeed, they have. You stu- uh, stuck with your point of view, as did uh, your, your peers, Gallagher and McClintock. Did you reconsider your vote at all before tonight? Because you were receiving a lot of backlash. I would tune into Fox News occasionally. I would hear your name, always used in vain on this particular issue. Did you reconsider at all? No. Um, the, the reality is the facts didn't change, in my opinion, of them. I, I prosecuted for 25 years. I know what a cri- high crime and misdemeanor are, uh, are and I know uh, that this doesn't qualify. This is a policy difference. Um, you, you can uh, try to put lipstick on this pig. It is still a pig. And this is a, a terrible impeachment. It sets a terrible precedent. The first impeachment of, of Donald Trump was a bad impeachment. And we've got to stop this in, in this body or we are going to lose our, our, our credibility with the Amer- further lose our credibility with the American public. Based on what he said, because and we've and we've said it on the show before. They have bastardized the the word impeachment. The Congress has bastardized it, and the and the Democrats were on cocaine for what they did to Donald Trump with impeachment. They, you know, I'll go back to what happened with Bill Clinton. Um, at the time, I was like, I can't believe that the Republicans are, are impeaching Bill Clinton. I was Democrat, or I voted Democrat back then, but. I, I really think that that impeachment of Bill Clinton split this country in two. And it got worse after the 2020 election, which wasn't that far after that. No, not 2020. The 2000 election, it got worse with uh, Bush eking out the win after the Supreme Court. That split it more into that really put the Democrats on a crash course of trying to rig elections after that. And they um, did. See, they're, they're evil people. They're, they're criminals. They're not playing. The only reason that we can't eke anything out is because they own the system. Right, exactly. You yeah. know, and they, they've continued to own the system, and we've got yellow bellies on our side that kowtow up to them and try to get, you know, some perks by being Chuck Schumer's pet. Well, and Sick. I think Ken Buck, I'm going to agree with him on one thing. We have bastardized impeachment. Mm-hmm. The impeachment of President Trump was wrong. Yep. But until Republicans fight back under the same rule set the Democrats have, we're going to keep losing. Like, congratulations, you click, kick George Santos out. What did that get you? Nothing. You know, let him lose his election. It's only but every two with years. This impeachment, yeah. If Democrats get the House and Trump wins a presidency, what are we looking three months till they introduce articles of impeachment on Trump? He doesn't even need to do anything. Right. And the thing is, is this guy is trying to tell you that Mayorkas, it's just policy differences, that there's no high crimes and misdemeanors. Well, let me tell you something. If he's the director of DHS and the border patrol works for him and they call him on the phone and say, look, we've got Chinese military members here, enemies from a foreign military. They all have the same haircut. They're all pretending that they don't speak chi- uh, English. That is a freaking high crime and misdemeanor to me. Mm-hmm. If you're letting enemy enemy soldiers into this country in that number, you know, there's pictures out there. Now I'm starting to see they're in camps. They're having weapons training, these Chinese. There's no Second Amendment in China. You can't have a gun. 
if you're a citizen in China. Right, right. And they're out in our, our ranges or out in our national parks and things uh, having training. Yep. Not only can't you have a gun, um, your knives are registered um, in China. Your knife or your knives are registered in China. And they're screwed to the counter with a little Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's, that's crazy. Now, um, even with Buck saying this, uh, there's a Boston City Councilwoman that came out. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what y'all, I can't wait to see y'all's face. Wellesley, Brookline, you know, cities and towns that have so much more resources um, than the city of Boston. Boston City Councilwoman Julia Mejia thinks more migrants can be placed outside of Boston. I think everybody needs to start opening up their doors because this is a shared responsibility. Controversy over the placement of surging immigrants comes as a new report links immigrants who settle in Massachusetts to economic benefits for the region. Wow. Then they're Did doing that. They're doing that. They're putting them in people's houses. Did you, yeah, did you see that video going around the last couple of days with, I think it was in Maryland, a lady took in some Haitians and, and then it was funny. She, it's this liberal lady. And she's like, they asked us if we wanted to take in illegals and we opened our hearts and our doors. And it's great because they, uh, it's like having a live-in chef. Yeah. Oh, my boy. God. That's your Democrat, boy. Got, right? some, sla- got some slave now. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, you're watching the Wayne Dupree show along with Hutch Bailey Jr. and Jason Robinson. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some more things here on the show. Um, Debbie has a question. What was President Trump? convicted for he wasn't he hasn't been convicted of anything yet uh, yeah she he, was, he was, he was, he was acquitted he was acquitted twice by the united states senate he was right. acquitted twice by a democrat-led senate wasn't it <laughs> I, was it i, I don't know I don't, I don't, i'm not sure i think it was a republican-led well it was democrat-led senate but you have to get like a republican votes. house it right. was a Republican House and a Democrat-led Senate. No, no. It was a Democrat House and a Republican-led Senate. So, yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a um, break. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to take a break when we come back. Um, if you have a chance, promo code is Wayne, um, WD Show. WD Show. But uh, if you like coffee, check this out. Instant coffee. Decaf. Latte. Espresso. Americano. Coffee is the second most popular beverage in the world. In United States, more than 450 million cups of coffee are consumed per day. But the top spot for coffee lovers in the world is Finland where according to International Coffee Organization, each person consumes an average of 12 kilograms of coffee beans per year. But where did our love for this coffee come from? Coffee grown worldwide can trace its heritage back centuries to the ancient coffee forests on the Ethiopian plateau. 
Today, coffee continues to reign supreme. In fact, coffee is of such importance in human lives. No matter where these coffee come from. We can all agree that a good cup of coffee can make our day. All right, welcome back. Um, thank you, Barry. I, I bet the mayor doesn't have any illegals in their house, and you're 100% right about that. Well, no, no, maybe she does. Again, the dim like slaves. Got a gardener. She's got a... <laughs> the dim. The dim love slaves, man. What, what, what's going on? That's what this whole thing is. Yeah. Y'all talking about the dims wanting boats. No, they want slaves. They, Here's what's <laughs> funny, too. Democrats don't need votes because exactly right. They, they it's votes. just like in California, they get they three extra, they get three extra electoral college votes and a few three extra House of Representatives because of all the illegals. They don't need them to vote. They all know those are going to Democrat members of the House, and you know. And just so everybody understands, the census is a head count. It doesn't matter what your status is, right? Donald Trump tried to add a citizenship question to the census and they called him racist and they didn't pass it. Had that passed, they would have just counted citizens in the census and then they would have appropriated the, the distribution of House of Representative and Electoral College votes based on citizens. Now you got One would think tons, that wouldn't be controversial. You got tons more Adam Schiff's and, and Swalwell's now because of that. Yep. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Um, Mike Johnson uh, was just up. Oh, um, Split Rock Coffee right here. Uh, go to splitrockcoffee.com. Use code name Wayne WD Shell. Use code name WD Shell. I got to fix that. I, I just ordered mine last Get night. the medium roast. Yeah, I got the, I got the dark roast. Yeah, that's two bags of the dark roast. That low acid's yeah. good. That's right, low acidity. Um, you really don't even have to drink it with use creamer in yours there, um, young buck. You know, I start with a little bit of creamer in the morning, and then as I I drink it through and I just keep adding more, by the time I get to the show, it's black. I use I use non-dairy creamer except during the holidays. During the holidays, I buy a little cart and a half and half. Oh, you I know, always I, have the half and half. That's the only creamer yeah. to use. You know, no, well, I don't know. International lock you, that'll lock your heart up though after a while. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? Half and what? half. Half and half's like like uh fettuccine Alfredo. You can yeah, eat a stick of butter. You, you don't want to <laughs> eat it every day, man. <laughs> I figure I didn't get the shot. And so, but I'll take the half and half. So don't they equal each other out for our problem? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know what? A little Johnny Walker uh, Black. Right. Yeah. Um, I do the international creamer with the um with the flavored cream. Ugh. 
Amaretto, Jen loves that stuff. Oh my god. Hey, see, there we go. Hey, Jen, we right here. Amaretto. <laughs> Amaretto, man. I don't like I'm flavor. Serious. I don't like flavored coffee. You I need like... to try Amaretto. Oh, I've tried you... it. I just okay. Well, I'm well, I'm gonna send you some more. I'm gonna send you some more. <laughs> but oh my god, Amaretto is it. And but but then they came in with um cold stone creamery. Oh, yeah, and that's 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 like pure sugar, but good lord. Uh yeah, but, uh, you're, uh, you're coming. You're coming along. I remember getting you a coffee one time at CPAC. Jason, my man wanted ten sugars. Oh really? I was like, What's I don't that? know if this, I don't know if all these sugars are going to dissolve, man. I'm trying like <laughs> the spoon is standing up straight in it. Yeah, yeah. You know what? The first the first time I the first time I had coffee, or the first time my mom let me have coffee, man, I put so much milk. <laughs> and sugar in there, she's like, Wayne, if you wanted milk, the milk is in the refrigerator. Right. That's the way I used to get tea in church. I'd put all, you know, they had that little tray out there. I put all the milk and sugar in there. <laughs> See, I remember in retail, I was a pop guy. And then I went in really early one morning with the stocking crew, and some 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 graybeard looked at me and goes, You need to try coffee, son. I'm like, I was never <laughs> much of a coffee guy. And now, 30 years later, oh, yeah, that's all I drink. There are some days, for real, there are some days that I just, I may have two, three, I may have two or three of these and basically almost not eat, eat anything the whole day. I, I mean, I used crazy. to be like that. I'm down like a cup or two a day now, but I used to be yeah. like that. That's crazy, too. But, uh, a pot a day, that's all you need. Yeah. yeah, but make the pot in your own home. I've seen some videos at workplaces where people get stupid and they decide to do stuff in the pot, man. That, 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 you know, this country is going to hell in the handbasket. Right. We are watching right now live on Capitol Hill. Let's put up the picture so you can see it right now. House Speaker Mike Johnson addressing reporters just a second ago. He said, well, he's taking questions. Let's listen. Um, does that mean that House Republicans have a challenge in keeping the majority? And what should House Republicans do? No, the the, uh, the result uh, last night is, is not something, in my view, that Democrats should celebrate too much. Think about what happened there. They spent about $15 million to win a seat that President Biden won by eight points. They won it by less than eight points. Their candidate ran like a Republican. He sounded like a Republican talking about the border and immigration because everybody knows that's the top issue that is on the concern, uh, the hearts and minds of everybody. That incumbent had been a three-term member of Congress, and he had 100% name ID and a deep family history in the district. Our, our candidate was relatively unknown uh, in that comparison and had a very short runway. Um, she, she ran a remarkable campaign. Um, you know, there was a weather event that, uh, that affected turnout. There are a lot of factors there. That is in no way a bellwether of what's going to happen this fall. We are absolutely convinced. I've been to 17 Only Republicans states in the last 12 weeks. I'm telling you, you know whether I'm out west, on Long Island, Hold on, man. Hold on. This, this guy's a freaking man. I don't know. I heard that. I heard that. Um, and there are a couple people that are saying it. And I'm like, if you say that, you're making us look weak. Because if the other people come out and they vote, but you say, well, the reason why Republicans didn't come out is because it was cold and snowing, or the wind was blowing too hard, and 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 the trees was going, but you make. I mean, 
I mean, I understand our side needs help. I do. I do. But you're helping these people. That, man, they must be really weak if they couldn't get out like other people could get out. Stop apologizing for the New York GOP, man. Yeah. That's who that's who did this. I, you know? well, I'll tell you what. This message should be simple. We nominated somebody that was not a strong MAGA American first person. That's and what the I heard establishment too. GOP that supported her sent her $10 million. Shut up. No, seriously. And she he, still he just said it. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, they, the, the thing is, is that this guy was, it, they should have never got rid of Santos. Right. He won. He won. If they would have had a crime and he would have been indicted and convicted, different story altogether. But 23 years Democrats held that seat. 23 years before Santos won. I never liked the, the freaking light in the loafers guy anyway, but it, it comes down to math. Yep. It comes down. We're going to pay for that dearly. I'm telling you, the, the, the people that ousted him are the enemy. Well, and we need to live by the same rules Democrats do. So if Democrats are going to start kicking out people from their conference for doing stuff they shouldn't, and I understand the high road argument where we need to be better than that, but the fact of the matter is, like, you're in a war, and you that's, don't that's have right. the luxury of being principled. I mean, continue to be principled and loose. Congratulations. And look at the stakes right now. Maybe this would be different if it was 2018 or something. But look at what they're doing. They're, look at what Obama and the Biden administration is doing to every facet of American life, to include the military, everything. They're right. wrecking everything, and China is bankrolling it. Uh, I mean, you got a Cuban director of Homeland Security. How, I mean, how's that working out? Yep. Hmm. Wayne was pro getting rid of George Santos, so he's formulating his argument. Well, I understand it. I do, but I understand. But the the now yeah. as it develops, it's like, oh my God, what are we doing to ourselves? And yeah, um, but then but but then I also look at the people that are leaving too. They're part of it too. For them to leave, you call them. I you have to call them week two for leaving. One person wants to become a principal at a school or, or a superintendent of a school system. But um, just like Ben Sass did. Member of the House, it's a two-year commitment. Right, exactly. I and mean, right. any of those people that left before their term, unless it was like some health mm -hmm. thing, in my opinion, should be thrown in jail. I, You know what? I agree with that. Yeah, I until do too. their term's over. Right, I agree. Right. Kevin right. McCarthy, go sit in Levensworth or pick a prison no, you, take him, you know what? Take him to downtown Chicago. Let him sit with the immigrants. Yep. Ooh. I like that. But I mean, it's like the Senate, it's a six-year term. And I can see maybe a world where a two-year term, how, how do you run for office that's a two-year term? And then before you finish your term, yeah, yeah, like yeah. eight months before your term's over, you're like, ah, I'm out. Right. Yeah. Right Screw when you're you. Right when your quote unquote party needs you, right? Even and that's if your party didn't need you, you hmm. ran for the goddamn job. You knew it was a two year term. Serve your term. I said, goddamn. 
I know you did. I know. I know. I know. I didn't want to you know say what? God dang Wayne. But but you know what? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what my um, father told my daughter. No, told uh, my sister when she was a little kid because the people across the street used to curse and say the word bull all the time. And my sister, being three or four years old, you say, uh, bullshit, 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 bullshit. <laughs> and my father said, don't do it. Don't do it. I know what you're trying to say. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> it's amazing the way kids just repeat what they hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was at my grandfather's house, and he had a, this lady was over. And I looked up at her, and I said, shut up. <laughs> Boy, he took me and pulled my pants down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that on the stairs. Oh my God. He lit me up. See, that's going to be my favorite part as a at being a grandpa is teaching him to say things like Trump won or something. <laughs> sending him back with the liberal. Hey, I had my I had my kids over and all my grandkids over. Mm-hmm. And and my my son is twice as big as I am. He got arms like legs, man. He's a freaking firefighter, right? Goes to the gym every day. But this guy, I'm in there, and my little grandson started yelling at his dad. And I oh. put my I put my drill sergeant voice on, and and he freaking ran up the stairs. My son goes, I'm still scared of that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's hey. a powerful motivator. Hey, my mom, my mom has a look that. Even at ninety-eight, yeah, <coughs> um, raised up in a Christian household. We didn't curse or anything like that. Couldn't curse because you get in trouble. Um, but it was doing a snow day. I was working in a supermarket, and um, I said something to the guy, and the guy said, um, "Yeah, it's a real crappy day." But he said the word S H I T T Y. So I went home. I was like, "Okay, you know stuff." And my mom was going up the steps. Mom, guess what? <laughs> I just saw this guy just a while ago, and we we're just talking about the snow. And he said that we're having a real crappy day. But I said the word, and she didn't. She didn't go upstairs. She just stood on the steps and looked at me, and when her eyes squinched like that, like. But that's what he said. I didn't say that. He, he said that. He, he, him. I didn't. Okay, I don't say that again. But yeah, airbrush. I tell no, no, no. But I, but no, she she slowly went upstairs after that because I think she was thinking, should I go downstairs and smack him in the mouth or just so you know? I kind of quietly went into the kitchen, but I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I won't do that again. I definitely won't do that again. Um, yeah, we um, Karen Jean, Karen Jean, mm. uh. We've been talking about the impeachment earlier and stuff. One of um she's taking questions right now. Don't you know we do a show around this time? Right. Um, Karen Jean was asked and was asked about Tree the will not rem- will not uh, look kindly on House Republicans for this blatant act of uh, what we believe to be unconstitutional unconstitutional bipartisanship. And so we believe that uh, what occurred last night is by is um is baseless. It's shameful. Uh, we have to remember this is uh, 
this is a, a secretary who worked really hard with the Senate to try to get that bipartisan agreement with obviously with Republicans and Democrats when it, as, it, as it relates to the uh, border security. And we believe if that had been put into place, if, we had, if it had been moved forward, it would have been the, the tough, yes, the toughest, but also the fairest uh, piece, uh, piece of legislation obviously would have been into law uh, that would have dealt with a broken immigration system, beginning to deal with that, and obviously the challenges that we see uh, at the border. They should just take that United States flag behind her and take it down and put the Chinese communist flag. Up there. <laughs> they really should. That's who they're working for. I mean, who, who stands to gain from America being defeated? Well, and I love how they say history won't look kindly on finish the sentence. You guys set the standard. Republicans are finally living to that standard. If you mm -hmm. think Trump saying hey, how about you investigate this Biden stuff, which turns out is true and was being investigated by five federal agencies. If that's grounds for impeachment, what Mayorkas is doing is grounds for impeachment. Like it, what Mayorkas is doing is worse than what Trump did with the Ukraine aid. Mayorkas should be standing in front of a jury. Right. In Texas. I was thinking get Mo, but... We can go Texas. Oh, that would be excellent. Send him <laughs> to Eagle Pass courtroom and let them be the ones to decide Alejandro Mayorkas' future. Alejandro Mayorkas. Or it would even be better, send him to Miami, where all the Cuban-Americans are. Oh, yeah. Are see, they... that's what we need to do. We need to fight back, and that's why I'm glad to see Republicans actually trying. You know, and, and, and Just a message. Retribution, it's not retribution. It's justice, and it's your freaking duty to do it. Right. If Trump gets in there and doesn't provide that, then I'm not, I'm not behind him anymore. Right. He's got to come in, and we got to take it back. And the only way you're going to do that is to punish people. Well, and they don't, I mean, he, doesn't I don't, need to, he doesn't need to punish people. He needs to do just what to them that they did to him. That's it. I meant in but, court. I mean, punish yeah. them the oh, way yeah, should be thing. punished. I mean, here's the thing, y'all, and I think and I think I was thinking about this earlier, and I was trying to come up with a with with the right words to say it, because I know you said if if that's the way they play, then we need to play the same way. Um, we were talking earlier about how the Democrats use the Bible words, but they don't finish the yep. entire sentence. So if they say, well. Um, God doesn't hate. Uh, God doesn't hate this. Yeah, but he hates sin. Okay, that, that's that's how that should go. They never finished the same. I think if you are going to play by their rules, though, that you still have to keep a, a portion of yourself to have better solutions after you um, play them at their own rules. It, I mean, because if you play somebody, I don't know how many times I've played <laughs> tic-tac-toe, you know, if, well, not tic-tac-toe, checkers. If we're playing checkers and I play the same way you do, it's just going to be a stagnant boom, 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 boom. I mean, is it is tic-tac-toe too? Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to win. I mean, you might win this. I might win this. You might win this. Uh, there, but it just stays the same way, and that's where this country 
has, well, actually the country has not been that way because Republicans have compromised, which means give up over the past 20, that's all we got. That's all we got to stop. I'm not, I'm not a a fan of being the, doing the same thing the Democrats do. I don't think you have to do that. I don't think we have to lower ourselves to being criminals and cheaters to beat them. We could beat them like George S. Patton. We can be good and beat them and we can, we can stuff their face in the, in the sand just as well. We don't have, I mean, that's just my opinion. I think the only reason that they get away with it is because of the media, because well, if people and- knew like this, like this guy that said that, that president Trump was convicted. If he got good sources, he would, he would either tread water and I guess try to lie to himself or he would come to the realization of these people are crooks. And they're not doing anything to help not one American citizen. Well, but let let me give you an example and an analogy. The Democrats have moved to ballot harvesting and mail-in ballots. And we suspect that, for the censors, that they're doing a bunch of shenanigans with that. I'm not saying we need to do the shenanigans, but let's go after mail-in ballots. Yeah, let's let's end them. Yeah. Oh, well, but we're not going to, guys. Like... 10 years from now, we're not going to end them, right? We're not going to cure world hunger. We're not going to do that. There's no, I don't think that there's a a guarantee that mail-in ballots stay in. We can litigate that. That's what I mean. But we have to have the high, I mean, but we have to be on the other side of it, though. We can't change anything to what Jay's saying. And I agree. You, okay, we have to be in the game. Yeah. Right. But when we get in the game, what I'm saying is if we're going to equal out what they're doing because they're doing it, we have to come up on the other side of saying, okay, now that we have just a little uphold or a little window where we are above this, now we have to come with a better solution and show the people now, guess what? We beat them at their own game. Because this is the way the thing should be. Right. Okay. Because right now what we have is like, we're fighting you. We're doing the same thing you're doing. And that's it. Did you ever see see the movie Green Berets? Yeah. When the guy's in the, in the compound and he catches the guy that's inside the wire, pacing off the amount of feed it is to the ammo dump. That's what the Republican party is right now. We've got traders inside our wire. Oh, right. Yeah. If we fix that, then we could fix the mail-in ballot thing. But I, we got I'm people saying, on our guys, side that keep on sticking the balloon, man. I'm just and, saying, guys, in the next 10 years, our mail-in ballot's going to go away. Let's be honest. I think there's a zero. They're percent. brand new. They're brand Mail-in ballots are for military. Yeah. Right. And most states don't. They've always been for military. Most states don't even count them. Right. That, the, only, right. the only reason this changed was because of COVID. And honestly, within the next 10 years, um, if Elon Musk gets his way, we won't even be able to go to the ballot. We just use our mind and vote. Um, sooner or later, it's going to be like that. Mark my words: within ten years, people are going to be voting in their own house, and 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 voting really doesn't mean too much, especially if you have somebody on the other side that's tabulating the stuff for their own purposes. We need um, we need. 7,247 in um, Mississippi. 
Here's the, re- here's the reason why we can never match the Democrats on mail-in votes. Because the Democrats own the post office. Right. <laughs> Lock, stock, and freaking barrel. They own it. Well, they own yeah. all forms of government. That's what we said earlier. But the That's postal workers earlier. were literally working to steal that election. Yep. They oh. caught them. On, on, I mean, trucks, mail handlers, people inside the office. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Can, can I flip back to our friend Harry, Mr. I Got My Vaccine? Harry, we really appreciate you sticking with us on the show. I'm, I'm going to blow your mind, Harry. Harry says, to, answered Kathy's question. He was convicted of sexual assault and rape, convicted of fraud, Trump charity, Trump university, oh. convicted of tax fraud, more to come. Harry, just stop there. Do me a favor. <laughs> Go review the court documents for Gene E. Carroll's case. One, you'll find they specifically said, the jury did, that he did not, they didn't feel he committed rape. They specifically said that. So you're brain dead. Somebody said rape and you now believe that. It is incorrect. It is untrue. Follow my Twitter timeline. I've got the court document shared where the jury said no to rape. The second thing, he wasn't convicted of sexual assault. This was a civil trial where he was being sued that has a different legal legal statute than a criminal conviction. Gene E. Carroll specifically never reported to the authorities, so he wasn't committed of a crime. But you, Harry, believe that he was convicted of sexual assault and rape because you are my you 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 are brainwashed. You you listen to all this garbage media. I go read the goddamn court documents, and I'm not the only one. Go read the court documents. That's why you watch our show, because we're trying to unbrainwash idiots like you. And I'll tell you what, again, I'll say this is the third time I'll say it, Harry. Every single Democrat in the House of Representatives voted for the invasion of this country. I hope you live in the inner city. (laughs) Yep. Cool down, champ. What's that? (laughs) You cool down, champ? I I think my split rock coffee, I need to go back to the dark roast because the dark roast has left less caffeine than less the caffeine, right? Yeah. Most yeah. people don't know that. And and I I didn't know that. Medium. I didn't know that at first. I didn't. Right. Thank you. I, I switched to medium and uh giddy up. Didn't but I pray for people like that clown because because these are the people that are ruining America by being uneducated. And the media just tells them a lie and they believe it. And like literally follow somebody credible like us that actually goes and reads the goddamn court documents or quit, turn off the goddamn TV. Sorry. That is my split rock coffee endorsement of the day. I was watching, I was watching that commercial and they said, grown on the, in the forests of Ethiopia. And then they showed a UN refugee camp. What was up with that? (laughs) <laughs> he, said, he said that's i switched to medium coffee giddy up <laughs> it's got a little more kick in it boys i'm just saying <laughs> oh my gracious oh man but uh, he's like damn where'd i find this show i know yeah yeah um terry we love you you know terry terry i i, I gotta <laughs> give it to you man You've been with us for a long time now, spewing your bull crap. But I mean, (laughs) 
you still here with us, and I gotta give it to you. I do, I do, I do. You, you, you really. Um, you how's, really your blood, how's, how's your blood pressure, brother? <laughs> yeah. Eat that fettuccine Alfredo. Giddy up. Giddy up. I will say too for Terry. I forget what the comment was, but there was really funny coffee comment earlier. And what I like about Terry, Terry doesn't agree with us politically. Terry no, listens no. to our show. And the point she's making about Trump people being silly too, completely true. There are people on our side that believe things that they shouldn't. And that's why we don't fall into those narratives. That's why we are critical of President Trump when warranted. And, you know, and that's why we're critical of the Republican establishment and, and that sort of thing. And and we just see things different on the Trump side. We see that we're in an existential threat uh, from the government. What do you, you think what about you? what do you think about Vivek going to Mar Lago? <laughs> He's that's his Disneyland. Listen, um um well, what do you think about uh, what's your name uh going to South Carolina? Uh, Haley. No. B, uh, everybody's B, uh, BP rumor. Elise Stefanik. Going I to hope he doesn't run. pick Elise. So, I mean, and to be it, honest, I love Vivek, and I hope Vivek's part of the administration. I yeah, just hope I want to be press secretary. But um, I don't want her as as BP. I, I really don't. I really don't. I'm, I say it like this. I really don't. I don't want her. Uh, I don't want Vivek as VP either. No. I, I, I mean. Can you swear on a Bible, please? Well, and I'm probably uh, the biggest Vivek fan of the three of us, and I don't think he should be vice president. I mean, I no, think. I don't mean. I press, think secretary, press secretary. I can see him chief of staff, something like that, maybe. I'd like to get him kind of away from the inner workings of the presidency, like maybe secretary of the Department of the Interior, and we move it to the jury. You uh, think he's Yuri? Yuri? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, back in the 80s, there was always a spy within oh. the government. Is I, I won't I, I won't uh, discount that. I mean, shame on me. I mean, look what happened to us before. You know, the one thing I do want, though, I want to see Vivek Kamala Harris vice presidential debate if it comes to it like i don't want him as vice president but i would love to see that debate i'll tell you something else i want i want a civilian a pure civilian secretary of defense 100 percent. no uniform no nothing pure civilian and ball breaker let me um some people some people weren't happy with president trump's pick for the orange his endorsement of the RNC chairman and co-chairman, okay? Um, this is, yeah, that's Facebook. Yeah, Charlene, um, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's Facebook. Yeah, they, 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 they this is, um, <laughs> this is Laura Trump saying what, what she would do if she got elected to the RNC. So let's, let's talk about the RNC. Um, your, your father-in-law has endorsed you to be a co-chair of, of uh, the committee. Um, we, we have big problems with fundraising, big problems with, I think, adapting to um, how I think the other side, you know, is intentionally now making elections less secure for their own benefit. 
But the problem is, is that if, if you don't join them in, in, in this sham they're trying to, to pull on us, we can't win. So, I, you know, I, I, talk about what needs to change at the committee to make this party more competitive, because I think after 2022 with those midterms, when that went the way it did, as hated as Joe Biden was, I think we all realize we have a huge problem in the party. What needs to change? And, and, and if you get the job, what can you do? Yeah, well, listen, we need to be playing chess and not checkers, and, and that's exactly what we've been doing, unfortunately. And as you just pointed out, the Democrats have been playing a completely different game. We need to catch up, and we need to outdo them at that game. We better have, at the Republican National Committee, a ground game operation the likes of which this country has never seen. We better be doing voter registration in record numbers. We also better be doing legal ballot harvesting all across this country, because those are things the Democrats always outdo us on. And let's face it, Rob, we better start telling people to go vote early. We have this notion that it would be nice if we had one day of voting. I would love that. You yeah. would probably love that. We'd love to give people the day off of work, and we'd love to have paper ballots. We don't have it right now. So we need to bank enough Gotta votes going game. into Election Day that we aren't trying to play catch-up that day. We know things happen. Look at what happened in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Here's what I can tell you. The RNC needs to be the leanest, most lethal political fighting machine we've ever seen in American history. That is the goal over the next nine and a half months. If I am elected to this position, I can assure you there will not be any more $70,000 or whatever exorbitant amount of money it was spent mm. on flowers. Every single penny will go to the number one and the only job of the RNC. That is electing Donald J. Trump as president of the United States and saving this country. We have no time to waste. We've got to yeah. get to work. We've got a lot of money to raise. And we need to ensure that every penny goes to those things that I just mentioned. Otherwise, you you're right. In perpetuity, the Democrats are going to beat us. Yeah. Let me ask you both before before we get ready to go. Um, do they have time? It's time on their side for everything that she was saying. She said eight months. Uh, <clears throat> we're almost halfway through this month already. Shame on us for not starting on 2022. Doesn't it always seem to be like that, but go All ahead. The time. Yeah, there's never enough time. And the one thing I really like what she said, for those that have worked in corporate America, you've worked, you've gone through optimization. And I remember one of the first big projects I worked on was called Be Best where you just took all your expenses and said, okay, where can we cut? Where do we spend? How can we be more efficient? Governments never do that. And things like the RNC, I mean, I just look at, I just look at their expenditures, you know, because that's all public data, their PL. They spend money really bad, really, really bad. And I mean, unless, they, unless I, you're them, unless you're them. Right. Right. Yeah. For flowers. Well, and it's worse than that. If you look at like venue rentals and uh, I mean, they, their PLs, cruises and air, airlines and <laughs> private jets and everything else. Yeah, they're didn't all flying I, first class. Ain't nobody flying coach. I mean, just didn't y'all say um, one of the reasons, part of the reasons that's happening is because the vendors have always been the same vendors yeah. for that's years. Why, so they just up their prices and they just go ahead and pay the price. It, that's why I said, it's, I said it's good if you're them. That's what I meant. You well, know, they say the same vendors and the worst, the, the worst of the worst. Is the consultants right? The, oh, the Paul Roves and all these people, the Schmitz, 
all these traders that don't even want to win. I mean, right. the, the business model is a failure. You can't back something like this that gets paid more when they lose than when they win and right. expect them to win. Well, and the business model. So, so your results equal what your model is. Their model is to recruit high money donors to donate big money to them. That's why they buy the flowers. That's why they have the Black Rock, stuff. Citadel. Yeah, that, that's what they do. And then that's why we get politicians that support those policies. The Democrat side, they spend their money converting cash into votes. How do we get ground game? How do we pass this legislation? That kind of thing. And so, so the RNC functions as they want it to right now. They just have the wrong mission statement. And if you look at the, what happens there, this is why the NFL, the MLB, and Hollywood are all woke leftists, because that's what BlackRock wants them to be, and that's who's funding them. Hell yeah. The NFL and all these businesses. My final thoughts, um, as we get to the final thoughts, I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show. Make sure that you check us out tomorrow. Tomorrow's our Friday or Thursday. Remember, we only broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We'll give you Friday off so you can decompress from all this bull crap. But um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Make sure that you share the show. Make sure that you watch us on Frank Speech. Get on over there. Um, and and um, um, we're just still working out of time for us, but we're supposed to be uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time there. But um, I have a suggestion that, that, that could go with uh, – whoever takes over for an RNC because since the RNC, since the RNC has been losing for a long period of time, I think is right to expose or, or reveal the list of consultants that have been making all this money. Excellent. Because if you expose them and they haven't delivered on what they should have delivered, I think that they should be sued or, uh, there should be some type of, I don't know, I don't know about charges or something like that, but uh, you should recoup some of your losses from those consultants that said that they were going to do something and they had not done it. And that's why I said it like that. But that's my final thoughts. Jay and then Hutch and then we're out. Hey, uh, two thoughts, folks. First is Valentine's Day. I'm lucky I got the best Valentine in the world. Love you, Jen. Uh, but make sure you celebrate with those you love today. Show them how much you love them. Uh, the wife and I tonight will be sitting there reading our books like old people. Uh, and then for news to keep an eye on, uh, I don't know what's going on with this, but the permanent uh, select House Committee on Intelligence, Chairman Mike Turner, just before the show, released a statement saying, today the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. I'm that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat. And uh, that's kind of a weird one. Like, it is. I, it is. I've been watching that, but he's I haven't warmonger. seen what they're talking about, though. He's a warmonger. Just remember that. Yeah. Okay. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just wondering, like, it sounds like weapons of mass destruction, if I had to guess. Oh, uh, Lord. That's probably about the, the Chinese. I don't know. But that'll be something mm. to keep an eye on. Yeah. I think along with the with the consultants, they also uh, ought to do the same thing and expose all the pollsters, and they ought to show what their polls read in May and March right. and show right. the lies of these people. Call them out. 
I'll, I'll just say happy, uh, happy Ash Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready to go into Lent. Um, and there's some good news from Matt Schlapp. You won't hear that from me too often, but it looks like they've shamed a lot of the lawmakers off the stage at CPAC. There's only a couple lawmakers coming, uh, and they're the good ones. So uh, no more John Cornyn's or none of these people. No Mitch McConnell's. Good job, Slap. Hallelujah. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.